You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela Setters-Vissard, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Well, good morning, good afternoon, uh, good evening. This is A to the N to the G. You are listening to Your Credit Today. And I actually wanted to sing a little song because it's, you know, back in the day, good morning, good morning, good morning to you, because it is the morning to us right now. But I am super excited to have my guest today, Lisa Bruno, who is not only an amazing friend, but friends, wait till you hear the powerhouse that this woman is. But before I start talking to her, you know I have to run a little business by us, the business of A to the N to the G and your credit today. If you have not subscribed to this podcast, please hit that subscribe button. Tell all of your friends and family about your credit today and the amazing tips and information that you're learning from this voice here, A to the N to the G. Well, I have a little news to talk to you about. Katy Perry, I just love her. She is so cute and adorable. And she's finally a mama. She gave birth to a little baby girl. So snaps up, Katy. Congratulations to you. Being a mom is one of the most rewarding things that you will find in life. And I know it's going to change your life, girlfriend. So if you're listening, hello. Um, We have some fintech news out there. You know, I'm all about women's empowerment. So snaps up to Betsy Cohen at Blank Check. A new 750 million special purpose acquisition company is listing on the NASDAQ Wednesday with the eventual goal of buying a global fintech company. Now, one of the things that you guys know from coming to this show is that fintech is huge right now. We're getting to the place where no one is going to be carrying money anymore. We're going to have a digital wallet. I mean, we've talked about this before, that the younger generation, they would rather sit in the dentist chair and have the dentist drilling in their mouth or go to the bank. Yeah, they'd rather go to the dentist. So we're having this new generation that has everything on their phones. And Betsy Cohen, who's a partner of BBVA, which is actually a a Canadian bank, is starting a new company. And boy, oh boy, they are taking things by force. So look out for her and snaps up, like I said, to Betsy. Love you, girl. So also, we have some job loss in America. As you guys know, it's been spiking. And one of the things that I love to do is support different organizations. When you are blessed, you have to get out and bless others. And there are a lot of households right now that cannot afford the basic necessities. There are actually some older people, maybe in your community, that can't get out and go grocery shopping. They can't get their medicines, things of that nature. And this is the time to find out and dig into your communities and find out how you can help. But one of the things that you can do just right online is go to the Los Angeles Food Bank and step up to the cause because there's 42% in the last 120 days in terms of how much more food they've had to give out. So guys, just go ahead and go to lafoodbank.org, make a small donation or a big donation, whatever you have to give. And I'm sure that there is a family out there that will be so happy that you did. So, hey, I've got Lisa here. Lisa, hello there. Hi, Angela. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. 
Absolutely. So a little forecast. It's important to have the best advice from tax experts now, especially in this economy. My next guest knows it from the top to the bottom. She has lived the life of a business owner before now helping others run their business books, file tax returns and tax plan. From running a thriving company to being a mom, wife, and all-around badass lady, this lady, like I said in the beginning, is a powerhouse and not afraid to look finance between the eyes. She's sharp, wise, and beautiful. Please welcome my guest and my friend, Lisa Bruno with Bruno and Patterson CPA. Thank you, Angela. Yay! Thank you so much for that fine introduction. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Now, Lisa, this is a show where we educate people, but also, you know, how we can build leaders, strong practices, and how we can learn from what we grow through is what I say. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I'm going through such a hard time, but I always like to say what we grow through. So I have some questions that I wanted to talk to you about. And the first one is, tell me why you love helping others see the light with organizing their money and taxes. Well, the first thing is, Angela, I think you have to feel comfortable with your financial representative. And Mm. even if we go to a doctor, we look for bedside manners. So I can assure you someone will feel very comfortable coming into our firm and utilizing our services. You have to feel comfortable with the professional. And how many times I have heard clients come in and say, my tax professional is just too busy to take my call. Mm. Well. The number one rule of a successful business is make yourself available to your clients. As you know, yes, there are days a client may text me late at night. Not that I advocate that, but it happens. They have a decision to make that's time essential and need an answer. So to answer your question, um, the most effective tool, I believe, is tax planning. Yes. Because this is a benefit to helping others maximize their tax savings, paying the least amount of tax allowed by law. And by doing tax planning and implementing some strategies, we look at the bookkeeping. And sometimes the bookkeeping is not done properly. Oh, you're being so nice. Sometimes (laughs) it's just a mess. It's a whirlwind. You're looking at this and you're going, how did this happen? (laughs) My pet peeve is a new client walks in the door and I ask them, what kind of QuickBooks are you using? And they look at me and say, I'm using Excel spreadsheets. No, please. (laughs) Let's try to reinvent this company and give you some management tools that you can utilize on a daily basis. Because without those management tools, it's hard to make decisions if we don't know the numbers and the history behind the numbers or the accuracy of the numbers. So I think we need to have the proper bookkeeping in place, especially in today's unpredictable times, utilizing records to enable one to make optimal decisions to benefit from. Again, internal management tool all the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I can attest to that 100% because, you know, many years ago when I was running my business on my own without having professionals in my life like you, um, it, it was a mess. It truly was. And it wasn't because I wasn't smart. It wasn't because, you know, I wasn't organized. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think that we all have gifts. 
And that's why there are professionals that do different things. I mean, look, at the end of the day, uh, this is why, you know, I'm a credit professional. You know, a lot of people, I was just having a conversation with a client and he was like, well, you know, I was talking to one of my friends and they just told me to basically hang up my hat because nothing's ever going to be able to happen for me. And I'm like, well, no, that's why I've been in business for 30 years, because there are ways to combat these issues. And the same with you, you know, when someone comes to you in a defeated situation, you look at at it as, you know, beauty and art, because it's easy for you to put it together, because this is what you do. Right. And I think we have to realize that numbers don't lie. Sometimes people... Uh unfortunately. And so what I try to tell people is even if you're, say, on a cash basis, tax return, we want to make your books internally accrual because that's going to enable us to understand the numbers better and see and utilize the understanding of matching revenue and expenses. So again, it's it's a process that we go through with some of our clients because not all of them are very savvy when it comes to books, but we try to educate them and utilize their internal books as a management tool to make decisions. And that's basically why we're here. Absolutely. Well, that's great. So can you, what would you tell our listeners as one of the most important things to remember about keeping good financial records? Let's just say that someone, you know, is starting a business. I mean, what, what is some of the advice that you would give to someone that's kind of young in the business? And Absolutely. Yeah. Start from the beginning, the correct way. Don't try to do the books yourself. You cannot be a jack of all trades, expert of none, because what happens is it's harder for the next person to pick up the pieces and make those books correct. It may not be cost-effective at the end. It'll be cost-effective in the beginning. When I look at books sometimes and they are in such disarray, I may have to start from the beginning and this client is totally taken back. How could that be? Your books are a mess. And Mm -hmm. sometimes, most of the time, it's harder to make it right after someone has made it wrong. Mm. And that's why I just tell people, hire a professional, utilize someone that has some bookkeeping experience, because that's going to enable your books to be accurate. Wow. That's, yeah. that's, that's really good advice. Really good advice. Well, what, what kind of advice would you give to someone that's been in business for a long time and, you know, is afraid to give their books over to someone? Well, I think sometimes we have those clients that I have clients in particular that want me to go to their location and work on their books because they're fearful. They like to safeguard their books. And that's understandable. It's okay. We're flexible like that. Many times I just utilize some kind of screen share where the client and I can be together looking at their books and properly instructing him on what to do and how to read it accurately. For example, yes. And today's world virtual is again, we are right there virtual with every client if need be. Uh, reading balance sheets, reading income statements, looking at the general ledger to make sure that things are categorized correctly. It's all part of the process of making sure that you are in compliance with your proper bookkeeping. And that's prob- that's what we try to advocate. Wow. Um, so tell me a little bit about this take two review thing that you've got going on. I love it. 
Right. So we have a take two review. So basically, when I look at someone's tax return, I don't just look at the current situation. I take their last two tax returns and I enter it in our software. I don't look at the return per se. I take their documents and I enter it to make sure that it was done properly. And a lot of times mistakes happen. We're all human. So by doing that, it allows me to give them a comparison in the current year and to make sure there weren't any discrepancies in prior year. So by doing a take two, if someone inadvertently missed income, we can pick up an income and amount on an amended return. Or if someone inadvertently missed an expense, I can amend a tax return and properly state that tax return in the current year. It allows them to pay, again, the least amount of tax allowed by law. And that is all of our goal, I think, when we're properly doing a tax return. So again, it just is part of our tool to make sure that a client is taken care of and making sure that even prior year tax returns, there's nothing our eyes see differently that, can, that we can correct to make it a better tax position. Mm. Yeah. So, and and uh, many people have a misconception. Oh goodness, Lisa, amending a tax return won't that open up IRS scrutiny? Well, it can, but we want to make sure that tax return is done accurately. And remember, approximately only two percent of all taxpayers are audited every year. So, the failure to make these changes could cause you to miss out on hundreds or even thousands of dollars to what you're entitled to. By wow. The IRS. Yes. Wow. Wow. So what you're saying is, is the chances of an audit with that are very slim. They're very slim, but to properly do a tax return, that's what we always want to make sure that we're presenting to the IRS. Even if there is an error in previous years, I would go back to the client, discuss that error situation with the client and kind of talk our what our goals are to make it amended and how we want to go about it. Okay. Now we're going to take a little sidebar. Uh, about life and leadership. And I always like to ask a question, what was the best advice you received from someone that helped you in life? And who was it? And how have you passed on that wisdom? Right. So I think what all of us want, we advocate with our children is very simply, treat others the way you want to be treated. And Mm. that is such That's in my heart all the time, because when I see a new 22-year-old person walking through the door, I vision them as my daughter walking through the door, starting some kind of job and being ecstatic, but don't want to spend too much money on a tax return preparation. So I treat this person as I would treat a family member Mm -hmm. and help them pay the least amount of tax allowed by law again. Um, But my mom was the one that kind of put that in my soul to treat others the way you want to be treated. And I think if we live by that, we have nothing to lose whatsoever. Oh, and yeah. Gentle souls. And, you know, in today's world, I know all of us are unsure. Um, a good quote from Billy Cox, which I love, sometimes our toughest challenges turn out to be our greatest blessings. So we That's all need to love during these very difficult times and just spread kindness throughout. And it helps people redirect their attention and it helps Mm -hmm. them maybe have a gloomy day to Mm. a happy day. So that's kind of what we, yes. Yes. And I don't think there's enough of that out there. You know, I was talking to um, a friend yesterday who is actually in the um, professional recruiting business 
And, you know, she was saying to me how a lot of people are just so in a dark place because there's so much negativity spewing from everywhere, you know, and you kind of have to take a pause and a break because although someone's not treating you a certain way, it feels as though there's a treatment in that when you're just constantly being fed all of this negative information. So true. So true. And I think with today's uncertainty, most of us are kind of guessing, is this the right choice? Do we, how do we go about making a different decision? Do I really want to be a restaurant owner today? And some of these companies that have surpassed in all my wildest dreams, just being able to continue operations and doing the best they can, not in a brick and mortar sense, but just in a virtual world sense. I mean, I have a yoga instructor that now uses Zoom. It's Mm. just the, the way it is today. And trying to come up with some solution to the problem is maybe where we can help if need be. That's awesome. I love it. Well, um, tell us a little bit about current news concerning what you're seeing your clients go through as a part of everything going on right now. Like, you know, give us the good, great, and the little challenges you see coming. I always, you know, they always say, give us the good, bad, and ugly. But, you know, I always say the good, great, and little challenges. (laughs) Right. Well, I think today, again, the the uncertainty, um, you know, the elections coming up, their COVID, every state has their own rules and regulations. Um, The pandemic with most of my clients For example, doctors, who would have thought a doctor would have been financially struggling? And I can assure you that my doctors right now are running scared a little bit, but thankfully they've been able to obtain some PPP financing and help and EIDL help to help them through these tough times because we all need a doctor. We don't want to see doctors go away by any means. Uh, I read yesterday that they have a plastic surgeon that does a drive-through with Botox. So that's that's creativity, right? Oh Think about my it. God. A drive-through, drive-through with Botox, Botox baby. So it's just becoming creative and, and trying to, you know, take these times and make them better and try to survive the strongest. Um, ah. Many of the companies that have closed, Angela, I've shared with you. I'm just blown away that you know, Gold's Gym, for heaven's sakes, who would have thought? they would have yeah. been hurting or Neiman Marcus. Well, what are some of the that you're hearing? Like, do well, you have a list? There, there's like J. Crew, Gold's Gym, Neiman Marcus, Dean and DeLuca, my good good God, uh, Gold's Gym, Victoria's Secret, just to name a few. I mean, it's, it's just because we are shifting our resources from what we used to think was a necessity to now maybe shifting our resources to riding bikes and enjoying life a little bit more. Um, because it's bike so sales true. are up. Wine sales are up. So how do we determine, oh my goodness, why aren't people buying Victoria's Secret if they're home, want to wear some fancy dancy lingerie, and they're purchasing bikes to go bike riding and purchasing more wine wine because wine the wine sales were down drastically before covid really yes no that's my understanding and the wine sales have surpassed what they even predicted them to be so yeah it's kind of funny it's just yeah i read that um in the last i think it was in the last four months that even fuel sales were down 91 million Wow, 91 million. Can you imagine that? 
Right. But I mean, it makes sense because people aren't, you know, I I think I've maybe filled up my gas tank uh, twice in the last six months. So true. It's so true. I'm not sure when we will go back to normal, if that's what we want to call it, normal. Well, um, by that time, we'll have flying cars. And we'll have flying cars, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tesla's coming up with some really unique, I think, talents that he's going to share eventually. So we'll just have to hold still for that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, can you give us um, some tax-saving tips that are on the tip of your tongue? Like, what would you tell someone that maybe isn't necessarily a client of yours, but you know, what can you give our listeners as a couple of tax saving tips that they can look for specifically right now, like you said, during this season, maybe a business owner that has a PPP loan or EIDL, what are some things that you feel are tax savings that are on the top of your head? The first thing I want to tell your listeners is to always check with your tax professional before making any drastic changes such as selling highly appreciated assets Mm. before you sell highly appreciated assets always check with your tax advisor because there are things they he that he or she can do to maybe defer some of your taxes and Mm. i don't say avoid taxes i say defer some of your taxes there are tools out there that one can look at and plan by to not pay as much taxes right now, defer uh, and allow you to invest that money and enjoy some uh, residual income off of that instead of Mm -hmm. paying the taxes up front. So always discuss with your client if you're selling your residential home or commercial property, appreciated art, uh, coins, whatever it may be, discuss with your tax professional some strategies that they advocate to allow them to pay the, you allow, that will allow you to defer some of your taxes. I have a question just because you brought it up about real estate. So as you know, the real estate market is going a little bananas in it the, is. In, in the way of multiple offers, way over asking. There's limited, yeah, there's limited inventory. But at the end of the day, money is super inexpensive. So even though that's going on in the real estate community, would you still advise your client who is renting to purchase something anyways because of, you know, how inexpensive money is? Well, we have to look at renting versus buying. And let's be realistic. If Biden comes in, he's trying to give us some renter's credits and some things to save money with taxes uh, from a renter's perspective. Right now, the state of California gives a renter's credit, but it's very minimal. Mm. If Biden comes in, he's trying to um, give additional credits for people that do rent. So number one, you have to look at, let's weigh buying versus renting. How much will it cost me per month? Can I afford it per month? Are there repairs that need to be made? Are the taxes something that's within my budget? I think we fail sometimes to think of the unknown. And sometimes when you purchase a house and not really understand the repairs necessary to get it where it needs to be, could be very cash flow crunching. So always do your analysis. Uh, way out renting how much it'll be per month versus purchasing how much will I save per month. Um, Just because we want to build up equity doesn't necessarily make it 100% foul proof that yes, we should buy instead of rent because Mm -hmm. it may not be within your budget. 
and we have to we have to give that excess cash just for the unknown circumstances that may make it somewhat where oh my goodness i was not expecting this pipe to burst where do i get the money now to pay for the broken pipe to fix the water spilling all over but what about the person that is you know in paying too much in taxes um you know because their income is high wouldn't you say that you know buying a house would be ideal for that person Yes, it could be. And I would look at both sides. But if their itemized deductions is going to allow them to save some taxes, yes, I would advocate that. But right now, you're only able to deduct up to $750,000 $750, of mortgage interest, or if it's grandfathered in, over a million, one million. But that's not a great amount compared to what the standard deduction is currently t- over 24000 So when you look at itemized deductions with that um, SALT, they have now that the 10000 maximum deduction for the state and local taxes that were allowed. Remember, California, we're paying some high real estate oh, taxes here. Yeah. Um, and, we, and, and what happens is people think, my goodness, I'm going to be able to write all of this off, all the state income tax that I pay, I'm going to be able to write off. And the truth of the matter is they're only able to deduct up to $10,000. So things have shifted quite a bit since um, the tax reform. And with that, they're capped at $10,000. So even if you buy a house and you're paying real estate taxes, $10,000, and then you have state income tax, $10,000, you're only able to deduct the $10,000 mortgage interest. If you buy a house out in California to find one for 750, there's so so little of them. So you're only able to deduct up to 750,000 of mortgage interest. So Mm. that being said, even if you go out and purchase a huge property at a two, $3 million purchase price, it's not going to benefit a hundred percent on that purchase. Mm. Hope that makes sense. Interesting. Interesting. Well, did I leave anything out that you wanted to bring up and tell our listeners that you think is important? Well, I think just tax planning is always important. Again, what we like to do here is uh, we do end of year reviews and I have the client give me their W-2s, their uh, business income, some of their expenses. So I can put it in our software and understand where they're going to be from a tax standpoint in 2020, rather than waiting until the year is over. I look at it before the year is over. This way, if there's something that they can do differently to shift income or not be as highly taxed, I would discuss with them to see what their goals are. And that's what we try to do is just be proactive. Got it. Got it. Well, um, Lisa, tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you. Sure. Very easy. Bestcpaservices.com. That's our website. Or you can email me at lisa at bestcpaservices.com. Our telephone number is 877-998-1040. And 1040 is because of the tax return 1040. So it'll be a little (laughs) bit easier for you to remember. Absolutely. (laughs) And and just um, one really quick thing, you know, just a little shout out. Why why would you choose to work with Conquer Credit Management? And what has been your experience in working with me and, and Conquer Credit? Well, Angela, you are definitely a powerhouse, as you have stated for some of your women on the panel, but you just know it all. And you, you treat your people like I would want my 
clients to be treated. So I would never go elsewhere except with you because you are exactly what I try to teach my clients and teach my children. Treat others as you would like to be treated. You take it above and beyond what is necessary for credit uh, restoration and helping people do the next step necessary, whether it be buy a house, whether it be try to purchase a business, you're there with them to help their credit be optimized the best. You are definitely the best. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, thank you so much. Well, friends and fans out here, you've heard it first from here. Thank you, Lisa, for being on thank the you show. So much. Pleasure. A to the N to the G. You're listening to Your Credit Today, and Angela and Lisa are out. <laughs>